Welcome. This podcast was created by the 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Class Petty Officer Association. Built by sailors, for sailors. Section 107, Anti-Terrorism, Force Protection, and Security Fundamentals. Explain the Anti-Terrorism Program. The Anti-Terrorism, AT Program, is a security-related program that falls under the overarching Combating Terrorism and Force Protection Programs. The AT Program is a collective pro- Proactive effort focused on the prevention and detection of terrorist attacks against Department of Defense personnel, their families, facilities, installations, and infrastructure critical to mission accomplishment, as well as the preparation to defend against and planning for the response to the consequences of terrorist incidents. Discuss the Interior Guard Chain of Command. The Interior Guard is detailed by a commander to preserve order protect property, and enforce regulations within the jurisdiction of his or her command. Responsibilities include Commanding Officer, CO The responsibility of the COs for the security of the command is absolute. May delegate authority to subordinates for the execution of duties, but such delegation shall in no way relieve the CO of the responsibility for the security of the command. Field Officer of the Day Supervises the entire Interior Guard receives orders from the CO only, and serves as the CO's direct personal representative. Officer of the Day, OOD. The OOD, Officer of the Deck aboard ships, supervises the main guard, charged with the execution of all orders of the CO which concern the security of the area within the assigned jurisdiction. In case of alarm, acts immediately to protect life, government property, and to preserve order. Commander of the Guard. Ensures proper instructions, discipline, and performance of the duty of the main guard. Ensures that all members of the guard are correctly instructed in their orders and duties and they are understood and properly executed. When alarm is sounded, expeditiously forms the reserve if necessary. Ensures the security of prisoners under charge of the guard. Sergeant of the Guard, SOG. Assist the commander of the guard in ensuring proper instructions, discipline, and performance of the duties of the main guard. Ensures that the property under charge of the guard is cared for and accounted for properly. Ensures that the guardhouse and its surrounding areas are maintained in proper police. Forms the guard whenever necessary. Corporal of the guard, COG. Supervises the members of the guard assigned to that relief. Assigns sentries on that relief to posts. Forms the relief in sufficient time to accomplish the following. Issue guard property, inspect appearance, fitness for duty, condition of arms, issue ammunition, and supervise loading of weapons. Made main guard sentries. All members of the guard will memorize, understand, and comply with the general orders for sentries. Members of the guard, not on post, will remain in the immediate vicinity of the guardhouse, except when granted permission to leave by the commander of the guard. Discuss and provide explanations for the 11 general orders. General Order 1. To take charge of this post in all government property in view. General Order 2. To walk my post in a military manner, keeping always on alert and observing everything that takes place within sight or hearing. General Order 3. To report all violations of orders I am instructed to enforce. General Order 4. To repeat all calls from posts more distant from the guardhouse than my own. General Order 5. To quit my post only when properly relieved. General Order 6. To receive 
obey, and pass on to the sentry who relieves me all orders from the commanding officer, officer of the day, and officers and non-commissioned officers of the guard only. General Order 7. To talk to no one except in the line of duty. General Order 8. To give the alarm in case of fire or disorder. General Order 9. To call the corporal of the guard in any case not covered by instructions. General Order 10. To salute all officers and all colors and standards not cased. General Order 11. To be especially watchful at night and during the time for challenging, to challenge all persons on or near my post, and to allow no one to pass without proper authority. Define deadly force and when it may be used. Deadly force is the efforts of an individual used against another to cause death, substantial risk of death, or serious bodily harm. Deadly force is justified only under conditions of of necessity and may be used only when lesser means cannot be reasonably employed or have failed and the risk of death or serious bodily harm to innocent persons is not increased by its use. Deadly force is authorized under the following circumstances. Inherent right or inherent right of self-defense. When there is reasonable belief that a person's or person possesses an imminent threat of death or serious bodily harm to Department of Defense persons, self-defense includes defense of other DOD persons in the vicinity. Defense of others. In defense of non-DOD persons in the vicinity when directly related to the assigned activity or mission. Assets vital to national security. When deadly force reasonably appears to be necessary to prevent the actual theft or sabotage of assets vital to national security. Inherently dangerous property. When deadly force reasonably appears to be necessary to prevent the actual theft or sabotage of inherently dangerous property. National critical infrastructure. When deadly force reasonably appears to be necessary to prevent the sabotage or destruction of national critical infrastructure defined as president-designated public utilities or similar critical infrastructure vital to public health or safety, the damage to which the President of the United States determines would create an imminent threat of death or serious bodily harm or injury. Serious Offenses Against Persons When deadly force reasonably appears to be necessary to prevent the commission of a serious offense, one that involves imminent threat of death or serious bodily harm or injury, example, sniping, including in the defense of other persons where deadly force is directed against the person threatening to commit the offense, example, murder, armed robbery, or aggravated assault, arrest or apprehension. When deadly force reasonably appears to be necessary to arrest or apprehend when there is a possible cause to believe a person has committed a serious offense and there is an imminent threat of death or serious bodily harm to Department of Defense personnel or others in the vicinity as referred to in subparagraphs 4.D3 through 4.D6 of this enclosure. Escape. When deadly force reasonably appears to be necessary to prevent the escape of prisoners provided there is a probable cause to believe that such person or persons has committed or attempted to commit a serious offense that is one that involves imminent threat of death or serious bodily harm and would pose an imminent threat of death or serious bodily harm to Department of Defense personnel or others in the vicinity. Discuss the following terms. Access. The ability and opportunity to obtain knowledge or possession of classified information. Classification. The determination by an unauthorized official that official information requires, in the interest of national security, a specific degree of protection against unauthorized disclosure.
compromise. An unauthorized disclosure of classified information to one or more persons who do not possess a current valid security clearance. Compromise can be intentional or in inadvertent. Spillage occurs when data is placed on an information technology system possessing insufficient information security controls to protect the data at the required classification, i.e. secret information on an unclassified machine. Classified information. Information that has been determined under Executive Order EO-12958 or any successor order EO-12951 or any successor order or the Atomic Energy Act of 1954-42 USC-2011 to inquire protection against unauthorized disclosure. Discuss, discuss and explain the three classification levels. Top Secret Classification level applied to information whose unauthorized disclosure could reasonably be expected to cause exceptionally grave damage to the national security. Example includes information whose unauthorized release could result in armed hostilities against the U.S. or its allies. Secret Classification level applied to information whose unauthorized disclosure could reasonably be expected to cause serious damage to the national security. Example includes information whose unauthorized release could result in the disruption of foreign relations significantly affecting the national security. Confidential. Classification level applied to information whose unauthorized disclosure could reasonably be expected to cause damage to the national security. Example includes information whose unauthorized release could result in disclosure of ground, air, and naval forces. Example, force levels and force dispositions. Upon finding unsecured classified material, protect it from other and further compromise and notify the custodian or security manager immediately. Welcome. This podcast was created by the 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Class Petty Officer Association, built by sailors for sailors. Section 107, Anti-Terrorism slash Force Protection and Security Fundamentals. Discuss the steps of the operational security OPSEC process. The OPSEC process is a systematic method used to identify, control, and protect critical information using the following. Identify critical information. Information about DoD activities, intentions, capabilities, or limitations that an adversary seeks in order to gain a military, political, diplomatic, economic, or technological advantage. Such information, if revealed to an adversary, may prevent or degrade mission accomplishment, cause loss of life, or damage friendly resources. Conduct a threat analysis. Threat information is necessary to develop appropriate countermeasures. The threat analysis includes identifying potential adversaries and their associated capabilities and intentions to collect, analyze, and exploit critical information and indicators. Conduct a vulnerability analysis. An OPSEC vulnerability exists when the adversary is capable of collecting critical information or indicators, analyzing it, and then acting quickly enough to impact friendly objects. Conducting exercises, red teaming, and analyzing operations can help identify vulnerabilities. Conduct a risk assessment. The risk assessment is the process of evaluating the risk to information based on susceptibility to intelligence collection and the anticipated severity of loss. It involves assessing the adversary's ability to exploit vulnerabilities that would lead to the exposure of critical information and the potential impact it would have on the mission. 
apply countermeasures. Countermeasures are designed to prevent an adversary from detecting critical information, provide an alternative interpretation of critical information or indicators, deception, or deny the adversary's collection system. Welcome. This podcast was created by the 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Class Petty Officer Association, built by sailors for sailors. Section 107, Anti-Terrorism, Force Protection, and Security Fundamentals. 107.11, Define and Explain the Force Protection Condition, FEPCON System. FEPCON Bravo, Applies when an increased or more predictable threat of terrorist activity exists. Sustaining Bravo measures for a prolonged period may affect operational capability and military-civil relationships with local authorities. Actions taken at this level include, but are not limited to, fully implement all measures of lower FEPCON levels, ensure control of entry onto facilities containing U.S. infrastructure critical to mission accomplishment, lucrative targets, or high-profile locations, and randomly searching vehicles entering these areas. Particular scrutiny should be given to vehicles that are capable of concealing a large IED, example, cargo vans delivery vehicles, sufficient to cause catastrophic damage to property or loss of life. Randomly inspect commercial deliveries. Advise family members to check home deliveries. Increase security measures and guard presence or initiated increased patrols and surveillance of DOD housing areas, schools, messes, on-base clubs, military treatment facilities, and a similar high-occupancy targets to improve deterrence and defense. FEPCON Charlie applies when an incident occurs or intelligence is received indicating some form of terrorist action or targeting against personnel or facilities is likely. Prolonged implementation of Charlie measures may create hardship and affect the activities of the unit and its personnel. Actions taken at this level include but are not limited to, fully implement all measures of lower FEPCON levels, recall additional required personnel, ensure armed augmentation security personnel are aware of current rules of engagement and any applicable status of forces agreements, review types of weapons and ammunition issued to augmentation personnel, limit the access points in order to enforce entry control, randomly search vehicles, Increase patrolling of the installation, facility, unit including waterside perimeters if appropriate. Be prepared to assist local authorities in searching for threatening actions and persons outside the perimeter. BEPCON Delta applies in the immediate area where a terrorist attack has occurred or when intelligence has been received that terrorist action against a specific location or person is imminent. This FEPCON is usually declared as a localized condition. FEPCON Delta measures are not intended to be sustained for an extended duration. Actions taken at this level include, but are not limited to, fully implement all measures of lower FEPCON levels, search all personally carried items, i.e. suitcases, briefcases, packages, and backpacks brought into the installation or facility. Restrict all non-essential movement. Begin continuous monitoring for chemical, biological, and radiological contamination.
Welcome. This podcast was created by the 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Class Petty Officer Association. Built by sailors, for sailors. Section 107 continued. Anti-terrorism, force protection, and security fundamentals. 107.12. Methods to reduce visibility to adversaries. Social media. Refrain from posting mission or personally identifiable information onto social media web pages. Always set privacy settings to allow only friends to view. Turn off your location services. All affiliation requests should be verified for credentials prior to accepting them. Avoid opening email messages from unknown or unreliable sources. Practice operational security at all times. Workplace guidance. Remove cat card when leaving the workspace. Ensure personally identifiable information, PII, is secured. Refrain from sending emails with PII and apply proper encryption if it is absolutely necessary. Properly mark all media with appropriate classification levels. Report all suspicious persons loitering near your office or in an unauthorized area. Watch for unfamiliar vehicles cruising or parked frequently in the area, particularly if one or more occupants remain in the vehicle for extended periods of time. Remember, report any suspicious videotaping or photography or unusual accommodation requests. Maintain a low profile. Ensure that your dress, conduct, and mannerisms do not attract attention. Make an effort to blend into the local environment. Avoid publicity. Do not go out in big groups. Stay away from civil disturbances and demonstrations. Be unpredictable. Avoid establishing a pattern and vary the route and the time you leave and return home during your daily routine. Vary your style of dress. Avoid deserted streets or country roads. Avoid traveling alone. Let people close to you know where you are going and what you will be doing there. Remain vigilant. Watch for anything suspicious or out of place. Seek knowledge of the local situation and be aware of your surroundings. Do not give out personal information over the telephone. Pre-select a secure area in which you can take refuge if you are being followed. Report any incidents of being followed to the military police and to your command security office. Protect your automobile. Park in well-lighted areas that have multiple exits. Avoid leaving the vehicle unattended and in the open. Lock the doors, the trunk, and the gas cap when leaving the vehicle. Upon returning to your vehicle, search it before operating or driving. Check the exterior of the vehicle for packages left under the vehicle, ground disturbed around the vehicle, or loose wiring, string, or tape. Check the interior of the vehicle for objects out of place or anything out of the ordinary or seems suspicious. Thank you for listening. Please go ahead and share our program with your command and on social media to benefit sailors across the globe.